Welcome to Voices in Between, the podcast with international voices on education and diversity. This is Christoph Knobloch meeting educational experts and discussing perspectives in between ideas of true and false. Hello everybody, this is Christoph Knobloch speaking. I'm at Loretto School in Calcutta today and with me is a very special guest. It's Rita Mukherjee. She's a teacher for many years at this very special school and she's going to tell us about, she's going to give us some insight about students as learners and teachers through interaction. Thank you very much for being here with us today. Thank you, Christoph. Oh, I pronounce it well, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's really a great pleasure to have you here, Christoph. And, uh, you know, I'm always, always um, very, very happy to talk about my school, you know. So, um, I have been here for the last 32 years. And uh, Sister Cyril, whom I always um, kind of... Uh, She is the founder, I would rather say. I mean, not technically, but, you know, this uh, Loreto uh, coming out of the myth of being the school of uh, for the elitists. She's the one who kind of uh, broke that myth. So my regards, my gratitude, I would always say it's uh, to Sister Cyril. Whatever I am today, whatever I have learned, whatever I have... Uh, I don't want to use the word achievement. It's like uh, whatever has helped me to grow up as a human being was a gift of hers, you know, because I came with a completely different uh, perspective, different idea of education, which was extremely structured by class, class lectures, colleges, universities, your degrees, your job. And then I come to a school where... Sister Cyril uh, tells us that, you know, uh, what is so special about teachers? Every, each and every student is a wonderful teacher. So there starts my journey with her, you know, because it was so different and I started thinking about it. So then gradually, you know, her projects, like uh, I would talk about Rainbow, how students can become teachers. I would talk about village program, I would talk about uh, Sialda station program, um, if I don't know whether I have enough time or not. So we can just, uh, if I could start with the rainbows, yes. Um, uh, Loreto Sialda is a regular school. Uh, girls are coming from their homes and there's a uh, diverse background, you know. Some are coming from very rich background very academically profound parents, very stable homes and everything. And, uh, but uh, many are really, really uh, from uh, under, they are underprivileged. So when she started this rainbow project, the children only started it. It's not that, the, that she as a principal wanted it. So they said, sister, we want to do something for these pavement dwellers, these little kids. So she said, okay, fine, why don't you bring them and see what you can do? And there starts. You know, they, it started with three uh, pavement kids, girls rather, 
who came into our regular school and was taken care by the students were taken care academically to teach them starting from alphabets and all and uh, later on the entire school of 1600 uh, girls they were teaching about 450 uh, rainbow kids almost every day for two consecutive periods that is one period of 40 minutes and another period for 40 minutes so they became the teacher so what would they teach it's basically informal teaching the curriculum was uh, kind of designed by mostly the primary school teachers and the senior school teachers of English, vernacular, maths and science. And science was basically hands-on practice. That would be mainly designed by Sister Cyril because she was a science teacher. And then uh, this is about Rainbow and then again we wanted to, sh again it was her brainchild I would rather say. She said, we will have to bridge the rural children and the urban children, you know. So we took a project about one hour drive from central Calcutta towards the suburbs. And we chose about 12 primary schools run by the government. In the suburbs? Yeah, in the suburbs. And they, they basically have nothing. Maybe they're just the roof and few mud classrooms, you know. And... Our regular children from Loreto Sialda would go there and uh, try to do informally some the science uh, experiments with them, teach them English because English was really, really it's kind, it kind of you know they barely had any idea of the words, the letters or whatever. So this is how Loreto Sialda regular children became teachers there also in suburbs. Right. Okay, so this, this is the second one. And the third is another very interesting uh, project, I would say. Uh, you know, in Sialda Station, we are very kind of, we are in the most congested area of the city. And there's a railway station there. And what happens, uh, boys, mostly they run out of their houses, you know, because of alcoholic father, unstable mother, and being abused. So they run away from home. So what happens, the government people and the police, they kind of catch hold of these boys and they are kept in a home because that's their night shelter. So again, the girls came up and I was in this program from the very beginning and we thought of uh, how do we help these boys, you know, because most of them are were also becoming addicted. So again, sister planned it out. Loreto Sialda regular girls for about 15 to 30 of them, we would go every Tuesdays and Thursdays to this railway station and we would sit on the platform along with these boys and teach them so that they can read the bus number or they can read the, you know, hoardings or whatever or the phone numbers which could help them to get back to some NGOs where they could kind of get settled. So this is another program where our regular students became the teachers there. You know. And the basic thing which I really, really adored and loved about these programs is the bonding between them. You know, waiting for them to come the next day and what would they learn about and what, how would they do 
about and they would talk about their homes and they would talk about their parents their siblings how much they miss them you know and uh, when it uh, you know there are incidents where they kind of initially they don't like talking to adults about you know what has happened and all that but they open up to the peer group and that is how it helped us to find out their way back home you know so this is very very interesting part of it you know? so this is how uh, i mean students can become wonderful teachers and certainly they also as teachers learn again interacting yes, with peers course. with a completely different of course, cultural absolutely, and family absolutely because you know when you talk about the rurals and the urban girls and they are interacting i mean the urban children know absolutely they have very little idea about plants and you know mud and all that so they are learning there you know they are learning about the nature and the rural kids i mean the children they learn about okay this is the life in urban areas where you cross the road and the traffic this is the bus that is the taxi and all that so it's a wonderful give and take um, interaction and uh, enriching each other so yeah. very interesting examples for the concept of interaction as something that help students to become teachers but at the same time remain learners probably. yeah absolutely yeah. learning in every step of their life you know that is what uh, not very specifically but we would always kind of tell them uh, can you see this just keep your eyes open whenever you go wherever you go just keep your eyes open and talk to them as much as you can you know we can finish teaching and then start interacting and the, you know they they share their food you know their tiffin their food so that is a wonderful way to see them you know how they share they give the major share to the other person and the lesser part for themselves you know i i used to just i would always adore this always we so. can stop the teaching and start the interaction i very much like that, <laughs> like that idea right. which play does encounter uh, which role does encounter play in this context um um i guess um uh when just can you repeat it the, once again the idea of encounter and relationship uh -huh. um how would you place that in this context of learning right right if yeah as a teacher um i don't want to say even as a teacher it's it's just amazing and i would like to point it out it is uh, beyond uh, any kind of you know measuring point it's beyond everything you know this interaction this uh, exchanging of their experiences talking about and uh, uh, being so diverse because uh, you know the more diverse it is i feel uh, education becomes more complete if you have uh, diversity you know it is uh, always enriching it is always um, i don't know we have this marking system which i don't want to be in it but i always feel because you know what happens since i have been into this system for many many years i have seen when the children come back with their career and what they have 
they are doing in their lives you can really make out the difference of how they think and how they present themselves and what do they think about career what is career for them they are very different when they talk about it when they come back as professors they come back as doctors or you know they are i always you know i always say that i pray for you to be a wonderful human being you know when they come back and they talk about maybe they have done it 25 years ago their village program their rainbow program and the first question they ask me miss hope it's still on in our school that is where it is they just don't want it to be not there the first question they will ask miss hope we all have those programs in our school it's good to hear yeah Yeah. And very interesting that diversity plays such an important role. Yes. That is amazing because you know initially you really don't see the fruit. You know when you then you say start thinking okay where where I mean is it really working or is it just the concept what is it? But when this kid I mean I always call them kids when these children come back after 25 years 20 years and the first question is we want to go to the rainbow is it still on there miss we want to go with you to the village then i really feel okay it worked thank you very much for this insight for this example thank you very much for <laughs> being you, with us sir. thank you very much and as you all could hear we are in a school so it's uh, noisy here and there but i'm yeah. sure you are able to um, listen to this podcast well and that you, i hope you enjoy it thank you very much thank for you. being here thank thanks you. Thanks so much for listening. Looking forward to meet you back on Voices in Between.